0: AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas LA After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip and now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's b Diva's LA After Show.
1: You say you mommy. <laughs> hey, you know, sounds good.
2: That's only because she's yeah. singing that baby you voice. Know That's the only reason she sounds good. Don't tell Later. that lie. Give her a bottle. A little rally. <laughs> and silence. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Bingers for doing it. We're doing another episode here on AfterBuzz TV for Army Divas LA, Woo! entitled The Show Must Go On. I and am your host, Bam Erickson, and please introduce... I am Alfred Nolan Thomas II. Are you? Yes,
1: Well, nice. then I'm Megan Thomas, also known as At McScoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
2: And Larisse uh, Shamar Peoples is not here today, so he'll be back next week for the mm-hmm. season finale. So, now, last night's show was... I'm, it's, make, they're, it's it, they're making it really difficult for me to try I was getting tweets last night while I was shooting something and and I just got all these tweets and mm-hmm. you know we can't wait till you guys and you better go in about Kelly and, <laughs> and so Did oh you. boy so. And Kelly
1: is you know what Kelly this is four consecutive weeks that you are not a friend in my head you're not my friend in real life
2: okay well Last night's episode, it continued from the whole, you know, the walkout with Don and and Little Mo. So let's go into Don quits and let's get Little Mo's reaction. What do you guys think?
1: Mm, I love how her husband was like, I hope you didn't use profanity. And she said, (laughs) and she said,
2: and she said, said, I did.
1: Right. He knows his wife very well. Um, I will say, I understand where her anger comes from, but I do think it might have been a little too much. Only for the fact of, yes, your feelings are hurt, but sometimes you got to learn how to deal with your feelings a little better.
2: And she's acknowledged that. But this is the thing. When they were in the studio with Don, and they gave the reaction, Don is playing that Don. Don is playing this whole, oh, for real? No, that's sad. Oh, that's really terrible. You know, she's she's playing both sides. Right. And so for to them to have the same that's a conversation when she already knew that Don was not going to be there, and then for like. You knew that she wasn't there. You could have quit and not come. Or right? Th- There's, there was, there was different ways that Don could have done this, and because, the, and because Don chose to do her. Big grand finale with the fur owner on her shoulders <laughs> mm-hmm. because she chose to make a grand finale. Little Mo basically she, she suffered the repercussions of how little Mo was going to respond. So I, I think whether if it was childish or if she cursed or whatever she did, I felt it was justified for for what little Mo did. And
3: then plus, I mean, she did wait time and time again sat there and watched other people fuss sat there and hold their, held her tongue and allowed them to get their arguments on and stuff like that I just felt like I mean Lil Mo being the person that she is, you know, she's someone who obviously keeps it real and isn't one to hide her feelings. So the fact that she was able to be as professional for as long as she was, I believe, you know, says it's weight and gold. But, I mean, like I said, when people are disrespecting you and disrespecting your time, and it wasn't right. like they were coming at her, but it was, everything was so directly affecting her life and what she was trying to accomplish that it was, it was right. one of those situations where you have to lash out.
2: And then also, it kind of alluded to the fact that even with uh, Claudette, how they moved to L.A. for this show. Mm -hmm. And so... Little Mo and Claudette, I'm assuming just based off some of the things that they were saying, they moved to L.A. for this show. And the show, the whole premise of the show was to do this monologue. Mm. Now, now we can go and debate how it went about. But for the fact that she's pulling out, not because she's unhappy or not because she's going to rehearsal, but that you're going to pull out because someone else decided like it's like she said, who is she managing you? You have to have your own backbone. Mm. So that's just how I feel.
1: Right. But I do think, I mean, her husband. I'm glad Philip has a level head and yeah. was able to say, you know what, don't worry about it. Stuff is gonna always happen. People are gonna drop out, whatever. But you, the show must go on.
2: And he and mm-hmm. I like what he said. I like well. The first thing is when he came in, and they were like, well, Fred was like, you know, you go ahead and explain it. I liked how both Little Mo and Misha Lay both decided to sit.
1: <laughs> They're wine. <laughs> they clink their glasses. Yeah.
2: And, right? and then when Michelle had had the book overhead, like, oh god, oh. she had it again. <laughs> I, it, it was it was it was a hilarious scene. But you know, like like Philip said, you know, he said that you need to act as if it's always been four people, and then just keep the show moving. Right. So, and we'll keep it moving, and let's go into now. Cereal Buddies.
1: Because we like cereal. Just kidding. It's a different kind of cereal. (laughs) Adventures of Cereal Buddies is a funny cereal buddy. Killer comedy, and if you download this movie, it helps us here at AfterBuzz TV. It's hilarious. I mean, Maria Menunos is in it. Christopher Lloyd, uh, Henry Winkler, um, your mom, my cousin, auntie—everybody's in this movie. <laughs> Just kidding, but you should get this movie because it helps us. So you can go to SerialBuddies.com to download the movie, or you can go to iTunes and search "Adventures of Serial Buddies." Thank you.
2: All right, and so now let's get into. Oh gosh, now. <laughs> We wondered where Claudette was for the past couple right. episodes. Oh. And we even asked her, were you aware of what the family emergency was? Well, it was revealed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What do you guys have to say about that? I
1: mean, that? my heart just broke because you could see how much it affected Claudette, especially when she's, and you know, in the, in the confessional and she's talking about it. She's literally, like, massaging her shoulder, like, trying to keep from crying. And I can see that in her eyes because this is her baby, and, and when she explains it, you know, for them to have to scrape the dead skin off of her baby's face, mm. and you can't, you you can't do anything. It, it's excruciating, and mm. you know everybody's had a burn, so you know how a little burn feels. Imagine if it's your face, mm. and so for you know, and, and as a mother, she probably feels like. She felt helpless because she had to stand there and, and watch and right. her baby was screaming. And there
2: was nothing that she can do about right. it.
1: And it's not her fault because, she, you know, you got to take a shower. You got to go to the bathroom. You can't watch your kids 24 hours a day. There's got to be a moment away from them. And they're old enough to know, you know, like, you know, where you can leave them to go take a shower. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, there's a little bit of guilt involved there because it's her baby. She was in the shower and and it hurts. You know she can't fix her daughter, and and then also you see hear her manager say that you know when you make more money you can get better health care. So I think that there's another stress involved with maybe their health care is not the best.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, when it comes to people growing up, it's that weird uh, parenting decision of how far away you could <laughs> step away from your child, right. and I think. Uh, I mean, that could have happened at any time. I remember mm-hmm. as a kid uh, getting into accidents where I scraped all the skin off of the top of my lip. That's why you look funny. with the little, uh, what's the red um, rider thing? Oh, uh, <laughs> the little Yeah, the tricycle. Yeah, whatever the thing where you're shaking and you just go forward. Yeah. I flipped over it. I mean, my mom wasn't there. She was at the house, but it's like... Um, you know things are going to happen, and you try yeah. to prepare for it, and then, like, in her case, the whole right. having good insurance, mm-hmm. caring about what you're doing to provide for your family allows you to deal with those right. mishaps, but they are going to happen. Yeah. You know, you have to let your kids kind of go out there into the world, or they don't have to go out there into the world to get messed up. They could just be in the house,
2: yeah. and you could right. be chilling.
1: Right,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, accidents do yeah. happen. I can. I have several, but, you know. It happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So. so
1: it's just sad. And I mean, she's a great mom. And this made me like Claudette even more. She's such a sweet yeah. person. You can tell that she's really kind and she's really loving. And and when I was talking about Little Mo and Claudette moved here for L.A. Uh,
2: for the show, uh, um, the L.A. on divas, her manager said that, you know, you have a lot to do in, in four weeks. You have right. the photos. You have so much to do. And so with that being said... She has four weeks. She's trying to find a deal. She's trying to get new music. She's trying to uh, find her sound. So she went to the studio with um, with Rodney Jerkins.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good look for her. Yeah.
2: But I felt that conversation was pointless.
3: I I didn't not I didn't necessarily. Uh I think that because, I mean, you do have these kind of Mm -hmm. meetings where you have to uh, formulate what your your beginning strategy is. And I felt like uh, the kind of things that he brought up were very valid in the sense of where she was in her life. And that the things important. that matter matter to her. Now, did I believe that it will bring about the best hits? I'm not too sure because when it comes to family and children, not too many people want to hear about that unless they have that. You know what I mean? So you know, I think it was, I think he was
1: saying in the sense of <laughs> I need to know what your home life is like because that affects your music. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, he was saying. Well, you know, like what is he's like, like, like? What he asked, what is your balance? You know, you've, you're a single mom with these kids, mm-hmm. and you're trying to you know have a new career. So what is your what's that balance like?
2: I took it a totally. different different way when he asked you know to give him what the proper time she uh, Ronnie Jerkins mentioned that she that she needed to give proper time for family and for me that annoyed me because I can name several artists that Ronnie Jerkins has worked with who have kids mm-hmm. so it's Brandy, Monica Tony Brand- there's a whole slew of women who he's made hit records for and I don't understand why he was so concerned with if she's going to be able to properly spend time. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, that's just...
1: No, I mean, I give it to him. I
2: I don't. I'm I'm sorry. I can't do that because of all the women that he's worked with, they all have kids. No, I don't think he's
1: having a problem with the kids. I think what he's saying is there's got to be a balance, which is very true for any profession. Mm -hmm. Any profession that you go to, I don't care if you're a CEO, I don't care if you are the garbage man, whatever. Whatever your profession is, you have to have some kind of balance at home... Because that will transfer over into your job. So I think that's the only reason why he brought that up. And I'm pretty sure he's brought that up with other artists. And he's worked with these, these same women for years. I don't think so. He's so he's probably already known what their what their issues were. So that's, that's nothing new to him. But this is something new. And this was an initial meeting. So I think that's a very valid thing to ask. Especially because if he's going to be partially responsible for her, helping her career, he just wants to make sure this is not somebody I'm wasting my time with. That you're really real about this and that the stuff that happens behind closed doors when you're on your own time is not going to mess up what we do in here. And you got to be real with it because your music, he's right. The best hits come from stuff that you've experienced. So he's I, like, what is your home life like?
2: I get that. But he, for me, I felt as if he was, he was questioning if she's going to be able to properly spend enough time with her family. And I don't feel like that is his responsibility to ask those questions because when he have other female uh, artists and because I don't, we don't obviously know those conversations, mm. but I don't feel that he would ask those Same questions to other female singers. Maybe because she's getting back into the. I just felt. Maybe her kids held her back before. Yeah, and he knows. Yeah, the story
1: of her life. Maybe
3: he knows her history, and, I, and that would probably explain why right. it's been so hard. Outside of her relationship, didn't work with. Well, uh, bad
2: at it in TV one. I'm just up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I mean, it could be a combination of, yeah. of those things because that was the concerns. Like, she has a great voice. She has a great personality. Right. She has a great kind of uh, aura <laughs> about herself. Why do? Is it not necessarily has it hasn't it worked for her? Right to up until now, because of maybe, personal maybe issues has gotten in the mm-hmm. way. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I think I, I like him for saying that because so many producers are just about the job. They don't really care what you're like. Just come in here and perform. But I like that about Rodney Junkins and people know in the industry that he is a family man. So I, I, I can appreciate that. He's like, you know what? Yeah, we about to do business, but what's your home life looking like? Because all of this is intertwined. You can't really turn it on and off like people say, because your mind is still where it is. Your kids are still your kids. Your problems are still your problems when you walk through the door. So it's about why don't you balance that lifestyle out? So when you come in here and you do have problems in life, it's okay. We can get it out through song and it's not affecting you to the point where you cannot come in here and sing.
2: Mm-hmm. Good luck, Claudette. Good luck. Good luck, and maybe you uh, work with um, with Rodney Jerkins. So. You're
1: such a hater. I'm happy and excited for her to be working with Rodney Jerkins. He's, what, Whitney Houston, Brandy, everybody that you can think of. And, there's, and every song that he's ever made has just been a banger. Like, it's great.
2: Can we, since we're on music, can we talk about, because we always, off camera, we always say we're going to talk about it, but we always forget to talk about it um, on the show. What? The... Solo runs, uh, little,
1: little excerpts that they do in between. <laughs> okay, so I would say Claudette's little, I like to call them little, little personal inter- interstitials. So when the, you know, the women are,
0: <laughs>
2: oh, why did I ask it? I, she, she <laughs> you know, if I was on there doing my. In. I'll
1: hit him with it. <laughs> but hers, okay, so Claudette's are always on point. Mm. Kelly's are always on point.
3: Mo's is always on point.
1: Mo's is always on point.
3: Shantae does a little. Shantae's. A... Oh! And then, yeah, yeah Shantae's
1: is good. It's, it's pretty good. I like how she has, she always she has shows her range.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other ones you guys are going to be <laughs> silent about?
1: Huh? What'd you, what'd you say? Okay. What's going on?
2: What's is, wrong? Uh Lay's, <laughs> I thought. I thought it was great until to the very end. It was like, it was like here and then she went, and and I was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Here's
1: the thing, I don't think that any of them are bad, but I think when you, because their voices are so different. So Michele's voice is very, she's got a soulful, more grown R&B type of sound. And so that is different in the sense of you can't really put her next to Claudette because it doesn't really match up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of a different genre, to be honest with you, the way they sing. But it's not bad.
2: I mean, I know there's, <laughs> I know their styles are different, but it's, it's their style and just certain things that they do. It's like, okay, sometimes I, some of them do, little, <laughs> some of them do a little too much, or they probably I, just take those out. Yeah, and I I would say
3: uh, the way they're shooting those uh, transition segments, I thought it was nicer on R&B Divas, whatever that setup was Um, when they do the little um, runs. Yeah. This one looks like a green screen, kind of ghetto prom picture.
2: Really? Really? Yeah. To me.
3: A little bit. But it slides off and they're like, hey, I was like, you know what?
1: stop. So let's.
2: <laughs> so let's <laughs> well, can we
1: talk about Michelle Let's talk about her performance.
2: Absolutely. But I, I, I thought, oh, well, I think what's interesting is we got to see more inside right. Michelle mm-hmm. And so she was in there and she was in the studio. She was, uh, she was recording a song and the manager, her manager, her management team really liked it because she's trying mm-hmm. to put out new music mm-hmm. and she's trying to gain new fans. And I like what she said. She said that, I am doing new music and I'm trying to get new fans. Right, But I want to make sure that it's done right because if I want if she she said that I can I can just sing the old songs and just keep the old fans. But if I'm on new fans, I need to have new music. Right. And so I like that. But what did you guys think about the whole battle between she and her manager? Because her manager, I, 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 I think he was a little forceful.
3: But I think it was like a healthy push. Like I I think for um, not to even categorize as somebody who's been in the game for a while needs something like that. But you get kind of stuck in your ways and stuck in your 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 comfort zone more so. And I think that she has a team of people who are you know that kind of push against her. Being the diva or being the the star of the situation and not wanting to do it, or you know how she went in and talked to the band and said, yeah, yeah, we ain't doing it, but then she ended up on this stage. I think it's one of those things where you you kind of have to know what kind of team you need in order to get things done. And I think for her it was one of those situations where you know a good old hard ghetto push was the kind of stuff but that it, she
2: responds to. <laughs> it didn't work
1: though. Apparently it's not something on, she I'm responds gonna, to because
2: she te- didn't do the song. I'm on TV Show Shale like, for she for didn't this. She wanted huh? to do the show, but she, she didn't did the show. Do that. She, yeah, that right. new song. On, it sounds good, though. By the way, I'm on Team Show Lay because they were in the studio and the song wasn't finished. Yeah, it wasn't ready. The song, the song wasn't finished. They weren't ready. The band wasn't ready. And he was pushing the song. But where he lost me is when he lied to her and said, "Well, um, you have to perform the song because it's uh, because it's on the contract."
1: Mm. <laughs> I was like, "What kind of contract?" I That's a slip. I, I almost was like, slipped. What's but, this contract? Like,
2: for real, <laughs> it's on really? the contract for her to he lost me he lost me with that and I loved how when Michelle Lay said okay who wants to do this song and now and she said she said you're fired and then <laughs> no and she then, said I don't have a band, oh, <laughs> have a band. <laughs> and then and then when they kept going back and forth she was like okay and then she went over and she talked to the band and she was like alright um, now who wants to she was like okay and what did she she whispered she said we're not doing the song we're not doing the song we're not going to do the song and they said they said they didn't want to do the song yeah. But
1: it did sound good. The little snippets that we heard with they were performing, that is the new song. Her new song, Beautiful. It sounds good. I will say she that. She does
3: have a, a um, very nice, strong voice. It's it, just so uh, perplexing yeah. how it right. can morph. How like, she talks like this? I, but, I was, but I was thinking that it's like the Michael Jackson kind of situation where he talked high in order to keep his uh voice in a certain kind of register, whereas her voice is probably more protected in that higher range while she's talking, really? to where when she's performing, mm-hmm. she has like a very comfortable, you know.
2: Oh well I need to situation. I need to start
1: doing that so then I can protect my voice.
2: Well if oh, you if, sound like how you look.
1: If you t- <laughs> If you talk like like that in that high voice then
2: you're gonna talk in a and you're gonna sing in a low register.
1: I know, but it's better on camera because the lower voice You
2: sound is... you sound ridiculous. But
1: <laughs> and your face is ridiculous. How are you gonna say that to me? You don't don't hate
2: on this, face. <laughs> <think it's level
1: laughs> right on this show. Absolutely. Um
2: I didn't I didn't particularly care for the song. I didn't think it was radio friendly. It's too slow and it's too like this slow I mean, but me. it
1: doesn't have to be radio-friendly. We're in a day and age where radio sales are, I mean, songs on the radio, uh, they're not really dictating too much, as, as much as they used to back when Misha Lay was out the first time. So, that, that, if she, if she wants to go ahead and put this song out, I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's just one song on her album. We don't know what the rest of the album's going to be like, but I think it's a good song for her, and I will say, I don't know, I felt like when I heard it, I felt like they were ready to perform that one song. Mm,
3: speaking about performances... Everybody, we thank you for loving this show and getting involved, and we want you to continue to go to iTunes and support us. Yes, give please. Us, rate us, give us number fives, or, you know, yeah. get involved with the show. We love to hear your comments. We love when people hit and get their viewpoints. So definitely, yes. you know, keep uh, getting involved, and thank you for supporting
2: us in iTunes. Yes. All right, now let's go into the photo. You guys look like I can take a, a photo of you. I mean, you guys look photo-ready, And let's no, talk about...
1: We just messed it up. Yeah. Huh? Let's,
2: let's talk about the photo shoot with the Control, maga- uh, with control Magazine that... Oh, uh, that looked
1: bomb. Oh, my It looked no bomb,
2: but it was kind of weird for me. I mean, um, not to...
3: With it being a divas photo shoot, right? Yeah. Kelly wasn't there. Dawn wasn't there.
1: But it wasn't a divas photo shoot. It, it was, was for... Just,
2: it was to promote for... It was... It was to promote the monologue. Now, I think... Uh, um, I think No, it
1: wasn't... No, no, no. Because what Claudette says is she's like, this is... Uh, it's an R&B Divas... Oh, well, hold on. She didn't say monologue. Oh, did it, it, like it, it,
2: was a, it was a photo shoot to promote the monologues mm-hmm. for, for I guess, for the four of them. And so they were all there. But was Michelle there? No. No, so Michele wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then she asked if... She should invite if, the girl. If, if she should invite Don and, uh, and Kelly... Do y'all think they should? she should I After. mean with the way things went? Yeah. heck No. Nah. You okay. know what I'm saying? I think
3: I think like I said, when it comes to I mean, I don't mind I don't I don't think you should not invite them to the show, but in the sense of real support and being really there by their actions, they really, you know, showed out and showed that they weren't really supporting. I mean, Kelly was really on some sabotage thing and it and it shows and it's just so shisty to where it's like, all right, cool. But if you are going to be like that, then I don't think you should be like at the opening. They don't need that in their, their you know, energy. I mean, I, I, was, <laughs> I
2: was I was I was so what who cares whether they show up or not Um, I really did that's how I felt initially Mm. and then once we once what happened toward the end I was like it's actually absolutely good that you know that um, that they didn't show up
1: well I think they still should have invited them
2: but Mm. this is but this is the thing I think if I think if Shantae and Little Mo would have did the inviting they wouldn't have come by Claudette. Which is why they
1: should have yeah. invited
2: her. But, but Claudette, <laughs> because she's, she's, she's neutral and she's in the middle. Right. I think Kelly I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think Kelly would have showed up in the first place. Well, I,
1: I mean, know. I don't think she would have showed up. But, but again, uh, you don't do something because of how somebody's um, going to react absolutely. to it. You do that for yourself. So what mm-hmm. I think is, I don't think Claudette should have been the one to invite them. I do think it should have been Shante or Little Mo. But, for the same reason you said, because Kelly wouldn't come. So it's kind of like, we don't want you to come, but we want to invite you should you decide to come and have like a great great aura about you. Come and support. You said you wanted to support yeah. us. You said you would be there to support us. So we're going to invite you. I got the impression that
2: this was Claudette's thing as if it was something that she had and she decided to make... I don't know. It just felt like it was something that her manager actually had for her mm-hmm. more so than it was the other girls. That's just oh, what Lisa. I think. Are oh, you
1: talking about the photo shoot? Yeah, She's the photo shoot. capitalizing on the situation. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then... I thought they looked great, and again, mm-hmm. little Mo, she she cracked me up because good she good with a Hollywood outfit on. Yeah, mm. she said, mm. she, said she was whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means, but you know.
1: And then she said that Terry and what's her name?
2: She said what's she it? said she didn't want she didn't want Don there because she ain't uh, she ain't real, she's fake, and that the real in Vogue is Terry is that Cindy and what? Terry, right. and it's ironic because you know the two of the uh, they, they were split, Terry and Cindy, right? Um, were fighting for their rights for the name in Vogue and then Maxine and Don were suing. So it was this whole battle to see who was going to, since the group split, it right. was a battle to see who was going to get their rights to the Invogue name uh-huh. and actually, Terry and Cindy won and Don and Maxine lost. So mm. technically speaking now, <laughs> It was the real In Vogue. So technically speaking, Cindy and Terry are actually the right. real In Vogue, little mo. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. Yeah. So, um now, Let's go into Little Mo and the Kelly meet.
1: Before that, though, we have to talk about Dr. Nicole coming to talk to the girls about the monologue. Oh, yes, thank oh. you. Sorry. Mm. I would say this. Doctor Nicole, girl. Did that your was job that. this. I mean, she had some really good information. That stuff touched my soul. I was sitting there like, oh yes, girl. I was having a moment. I thought I was getting ready to do a monologue. The way she was speaking life to them. She did good.
2: Like did you feel that black?
3: Yeah, I did. I felt that. See? Not like that, but I felt <laughs> that in the sense of you know, I thought it was a I thought it was a great idea that Claudette brought um dr Dr. Nicole into the situation, I thought it would actually uh help the women with the nerves and you you would yeah. as you see with the performance that um michelle uh did and how she goes through her thing. I think everybody has nerves when you have a task uh, that's approaching that you you know care about or is is big enough to you know make you nervous i think uh dealing with those type of Recognizing that they are opening up and being vessels to help other people, recognizing that their stories matter in the sense of you are the only one who could really tell that no one could tell it better than you. I think it gave them opp- opportunity to reevaluate what they are really doing it for and why they had to go through the commitments and right. the problems and why th- why is it worth fighting for and us to only being four women when it's supposed to be six. Why does this all matter? And I thought it really came to a nice head where they were able to feel good about themselves, feel like what they've been through wasn't for, you know, not. It was uh, definitely a positive situation. I think uh, a lot of people, when you're in something, it's hard for you to step outside and and appreciate what's going on, even Mm -hmm. when you going through it, you know what I mean? I think they really were in a moment of finally, I mean, I'm surprised they even have a show. I thought it was going to be toe up from the flow right. up and no one's going to do nothing and then, you know, to see them in a position where they're about to do the show mm. and even with the shocking Kelly and Dawn situation at the end, right. having theirs, I was mm. like, they're in a good place and that's what the show was really about. It was about women working together, feeling comfortable and, you know, pushing their boundaries and opening up to the people. Right. I cast my kumbaya. What?
2: Well, um,
1: what is this face for? What's wrong? Bam. This
2: goes back to um, several comments that I made. This monologue seems like it's tomorrow. Mm. And for them to still have to go through this whole rigmarole of uncertainty, furthermore, goes to prove my point that, Kelly, I'm sorry, Kelly, if you were still a part of this monologue, there's no structure there's no order these girls should not be going through this and it appears that this monologue you know is in 48 hours it just these there's too much there's too much information and things that these women just don't know and they should be a lot more prepared like are you when you guys are, when they're doing concerts, like Shante said, she was singing in Philadelphia. They're, they they prepare themselves for the concerts. They have rehearsals. They, they do all what they have to do to get themselves prepared. And I just feel like these girls are not prepared. They feel and do a certain way. And Kelly was not there for these girls even last week before this whole thing, you know, hit the fan. And it's, for me, I, maybe I was, maybe I... Was so disturbed and just annoyed because they feel this way and it's this, this, uh, this, <laughs> this. Because I'm really trying the, to say
1: what you're trying to say
2: here, ma'am. You, so <laughs> I said, I said my point. My point, my point is it's, it's a shame that these women are not prepared for this monologue. And I'm going back to the fact that Kelly. Even when she was involved in this monologue, Mm -hmm. she didn't prepare these girls. There was no rehearsal. There was nothing. And so now that they decided to to take uh, the matters into their own Mm -hmm. hand, now they're having to do last minute stuff. Like, realize what they're talking about. You um, you know what I'm saying? That's my point. Well, here's
1: here's what I say. I think there's been a lot more Rehearsals than we know of. Obviously, you can't put all the rehearsals into the show. First of all, it's going to be b- a boring show, number one, and number two. But, did, but when Frey was here, we asked how many mm-hmm. actual rehearsals, and
2: what I recall, there were not a bunch of rehearsals with these women.
1: No, but I'm saying, here's what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, because these are performers by nature anyway. Mm-hmm. So these women know a lot of times when you have shows, especially uh, when you go on stage for something, nine times out of ten, you're not 100% ready. You always Get these nerves. You always feel like I'm not ready. You, I don't know. Most performers don't feel like that. Like I got this. I'm gonna it's just chill. The it's the butterflies, but that's what gets them through. And I think that's even. Um, I think Little Mo or Claudette said it in this episode that. I just want to get it over with. Like, I just want to get up there. I know I can do, it. I just need to get up there. And so it's the nerves. And, and, and even it. Little Mo says she's 89% there. And then after the, the talk with Dr. Nicole, she's at 93%. So she's good. they I, good.
2: I get that as far as, as performance. And a lot of times they they feel like they're not ready. But the difference between that, you know, they're singing songs that they pretty much have rehearsed or they know the words. They don't have their dialogue. There's just so much that these women are not prepared for. That's just my point.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I think they got it together. I think it's just nerves at this point. I don't well, know.
2: I mean, Claudette, she's been missing in action because. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> but, th- but I mean, but here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing about the monologues. First of all, these are not verbatim because it's your own story. And as Doctor Nicole says, if you no nobody can tell your story like you. That's the beauty of this. Mm-hmm. You get up there. You don't even have to have a script. You just need to know what you're going to talk about because if it's genuinely in your heart and you're just like, this is something that really affected me, you're going to say it and you're going to say it well. It doesn't matter. You don't need a script for that. It's gonna come off awesome, and so it's just coming up with the realization of there's some things that I don't want to reveal, and I'm scared to reveal those things, like Claudette says. And I think it's it's really more about I haven't even told my mom this, I haven't even told my kids this, and I'm about to tell the world this. I think that's really where the anxiety comes from. It's not the fact that they're not ready; they're just as far as performance wise, they just are. There's there's stuff that they're not used to talking about that now they have to reveal to the world.
2: I, I'll give that, but mm. you know.
1: So what who cares?
2: So yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I liked when I like when Dr. Nicole said to be in secret is a hide and Most said right. Oh, I felt that. I, I felt did something. too. Mm. Man. Yeah, I like that. My spirit moved in there. Ooh. Let's go to the little Kelly and uh, I'm sorry. Little Mo and Kelly meet.
1: Lord have mercy, Kelly Price. Oh, I got this little headache right it's, here. It's
2: like it's like <sighs> she
3: tries to come off. As the, I'm being real about what I'm saying, but it's like, <laughs> if you can't help if you're the camera and you are recording what's really going on, and it's Your to whole- see her break down and be mindset one way, but actions another way. I thought, like, that, and I'm, and I, again, a little more. She's been holding herself down and holding mm-hmm. herself true to a, where a real friend is. And I've been in situations where I've had so-called real friends, you know, turn on me and be all kind of crazy. And then, mm. oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh in the same sense, um, when it comes to approaching a situation, it's like you have to get into the mode of, you know, even though this person is wrong. I like how little Mo was able to, one, stop herself from going, cr- going off try to even then still explain herself and her position on what she was right. trying to say. And then when things got out of hand, mm-hmm. that's when she decided to go out and do the whole thing. Let me get
2: my husband because you you you, can, okay. you tripping. Can we just can we kinda just break this down just a little bit? Because Ooh, yes. we have not we Kelly was missing an action the whole entire episode and then the last five, six minutes, she emerges and within forty five seconds it's it is the Okay so Little Mo calls to meet with Kelly. Mm -hmm. Kelly comes in with her sunglasses. Again. Again, there's, there's (laughs) certain, there's certain things with body posture where you can tell when someone walks a certain way, you could feel the attitude Mm -hmm. when they walk. Or if they sit Uh, into a diagonal. Yes, or if they sit (laughs) into a diagonal, they, they have glasses, the, the disposition, the, the bottom lip. There's there's certain there's certain things that you the can verbal cues. Yes, there are so mm. many cues and from the moment that she walked in, right. even with that walk, you can tell she had an attitude. My question is this what the hell did she think that little Mo wanted to speak to her about? Her album. No no no. <laughs> <laughs> so for
1: home? you to
2: for you to show up to Bugato's... Um, and to meet with her and then when little Mo wants to speak then she says I'm not having this Jeffrey roll Jeffrey roll and then she calls for her husband Jeffrey I I just I just thought that was so Uh, ridiculous here's the
1: thing that I that I really don't like and that's why I said again Kelly is not my friend Because you can't do that to people no matter how much you dislike them. It's never okay to disrespect somebody. And when you come in there and your attitude is already off, you got your glasses on, you're not even looking. Little Mo's looking at you and you over here looking like this and she's like, what's going on? What's up? She's just like, I'm good. And then, and then when Little Mo asked, no, for real. Kelly, like, be honest, like, for real. Yeah. And she was like, Like, what do you mean? Again, why are you playing these people like they stupid? Because they know that you are not really saying what you mean because your body language says something totally different. So she's like, you haven't called me. You haven't returned my text. Like, what's really good? And then for her to just snap and go, Jeffrey Rowe. Where's my husband? Jeffrey Rowe. She wasn't about to fight you. She got Like Lil Mo said, I got on my heels. I came in peace.
2: What, What else? What else? I feel... Where she also lost me was the fact that I understand that Jeffrey's your manager, but to to involve grown ass men and this in a grown woman situation it's a grown woman situation, but I feel the way that they're acting are very, girls, are very little like girls. L- little, little well, girls. Little, one little girl and one
3: grown woman who had to handle it and stoop to her level. So, right.
2: so to bring these grown ass men into this situation where they could be watching football, they could be doing anything, <laughs> they could be drinking, they could be doing anything, but I don't feel like Jeffrey or Philip needed to be involved in this. I don't either. She but... should have not just shown up and she should have just not returned a call, period, if you really yeah. felt that way. Yeah. Because yeah. if you knew that you were going to come and not answer, any questions, then why show up?
1: Right. And I don't know. And and this is what I think this is when reality TV goes wrong. Because I think this was a production company issue because... Mm -hmm. When she came in there, what she said to her husband is, I'm not about to do this PR crap. Like, I'm not about to do this stuff. So, basically, I don't think it really was an issue with Little Mo. I think it was like, look, I don't want to come here. I don't want to talk to her because I already know what's up. And I think the production company, for the show's sake, I don't know if it's contractually they have to make X amount of appearances. I don't know what their deal is. But I think she was just like, I don't have nothing to say to her. And even still, when her husband is there, Jeffrey's there, and Kelly and Little Mo are sitting, Again, you see that Kelly is over here talking to her husband. She's not even... And Little Moe is is, is well, talking that, directly to her. And she's answering her husband only. I'm like, that is rude. It's no, no, so no, no, crazy. no. no.
2: <laughs> that that was just so stupid to me. Little Moe is talking... It, it, from the camera angles, it looked as if... It looked as if they were talking to each other through their husbands. husbands. Little Mo was talking to Jeffrey.
1: I'm saying I'm before Jeffrey got here, oh there. yeah, before, because and that's why I'm I'm glad Little Mo went and got her husband. You got a husband, I got a husband. Let me go call my husband. Agree. I, I <laughs> do, just wasn't I unfair. do
2: I do think that because. She played that game. Little Mo uh, went ahead and called her husband and told her to get downstairs.
1: That's all right. She's like, you got a
2: covering slash husband slash manager. I got a covering slash husband which, slash manager. Which furthermore goes, maybe it was a production thing because they were at they were at the Bugatti restaurant. And so if she says, I need you to come downstairs, right. that means the production is upstairs. Mm-hmm. So he's up he's upstairs waiting. So therefore, she called him on the phone and said, I need you to come downstairs because why would he be upstairs right. at the top of a, a restaurant? Yeah. Unless and there's and a it, studio up there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> which I doubt. I doubt. <laughs> but, but but no, I also, I think it's it's important to see how, well, this obviously is, you know, rea- reality television, so this is really these people's lives, mm-hmm. but... You know, the emotion that Little Mo feels is really like, I looked up to you, Kelly. Like, you hurt my feelings. You're supposed to be my sister and all this. You really hurt my feelings. And not only that, but the continuous disrespect that's going on right now. And Little Mo has shown that she's one of those people. Like, she gets her emotions out. That's how she lives. That's how Hold she on, reveals uh, everything. And another
2: thing. Kelly says, I never lied to you. I uh-huh. never lied to you. Such let's, a liar. let's rewind back. <laughs> when Kelly... Told the girls why she chose not to do the monologue. Right. She said that her schedule is busy. Little Mo said she went to a website and there was nothing on the calendar that said she had like a, a like an engagement or mm-hmm. or, or anything. Right. Which I mean, you don't have to have everything listed on your website. Right. So mm. I, I will I will jump on Team Kelly. But in te- in actuality, you you're not being honest because in your confessional you mm. said that. Um, you know, I'm not, I didn't come in to sing Kumbaya when you guys are singing F.U. Kelly. And then she goes on in the confessional to speak, or it was a voice or the voiceover basically saying that, you know, this started off as my production mm-hmm. and now it's moved. Right. And so you technically did not tell her how you felt. All you said was, I'm busy. I'm busy. My schedule. So, right. That's you, not the you, true reason. That's not the true reason. Well, I'm sorry. So she weird. did lie
1: to them. Yeah. Kelly did mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, but I understand why. Because
3: you'd be around Dawn. It's that codfish, jelly <laughs> thing going on. It just, it's like it swims through the ocean.
2: It goes from one person mm-hmm. to the next person. Well,
1: then, and that's exactly why those two peas in a pod have their own monologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so
2: they're walking down the streets.
1: And I told you, that's the same walking sign that I saw. That's down that I was on street Santa Monica top. when I was driving down the street.
2: <laughs> on Santa Monica and what?
1: On Santa Monica and da, 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 da Cahuenga. Okay. There's a there's a little small theater right there. So I was driving on the street and I before R&B Diva Zella even came out and I saw Kelly and Don. I saw that sign and I was like, "Oh, they got a little Nacho Mama's monologues. Okay. And and then
2: Don uh says she remembers when oh, she uh Kelly says, "I remember when uh Sean, I remember when this all started when I had the, invited the girls over and I gave Shantae Moore a birthday dinner. So she was kind of referencing basically, you know, not only was I loyal, but you came to my house, I cooked you a birthday dinner, and this is when I brought the idea to you guys. The, for me, the whole issue is, I understand that this was your idea and this is your baby, but if they would have kept waiting for you. They would have been better off waiting on the Lord because she gave them no there was nothing that she she gave them nothing uh for this monologue. These girls had to take the initiative to get things going before she did anything.
1: But I will say this in Kelly's defense, and I've said this from the very beginning, mm-hmm. even though she's not my friend right now. Mm-hmm. Um, She this was her idea. Mm-hmm. And if. If Shantae wanted to take the idea and run with it, that's fine. But she should have asked first. She should have brought that up first. So this is why, to me, I can't even really fault them. Because as you can see, Kelly finally got it together. She got her own monologue. So I think in her head, she was just like, this is my idea. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it in my own time. And I'm inviting you to be a part of something that I'm creating. And so I, I can understand why there's some anger with that because Could, she's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Okay. Could, but that's her I, idea. So I, if, if she's I, inviting I, you to be a part of something that she's doing, then you do it on her time. If you don't like it, then don't do it.
2: I understand that. But can you at least give these people some updates? What was it? I
1: agree. I agree with you on that. <laughs> and that's you're what right. When you and you're right, shots, right. But
2: see, for me, this is where they lost because Shantae, it, 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 um, it was alleged that she brought the idea and she had this producer and we find out that TV one hired you know Fred right. so there's so much information that I, I hope the story is just fake and false and, and, and totally and um totally false because even even um, I, we've seen we've seen pictures and other things where we've seen all the girls together in that party. So I, I hope this thing is fake and I hope that they all get along. This is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to a new uh, let's go into news and gossip. After Buzz,
0: yeah. TV News.
1: Okay, so as we know, the reunion for R&B divas LA was recently filmed. Wendy Williams is the host, but notably missing was Miss Don Robinson, and Don says the reason why she didn't show up. Was because she didn't want to be a part of the negativity. She only wanted to be positive, and I guess the way that the this show was supposed to go was not how it went. She said, "I don't want to fight anybody anymore," so she did not show up. But apparently, at the reunion, the women hug and they they're they're back on civil terms. So I will say that's that's good, halfway good.
2: I think that is bullshit. <laughs> Kelly Price showed up to the reunion, and this. All evolved around her. So if Kelly can show up because this is a Kelly issue, but you like you are you are involved indirectly, so you can't show up because of something because of you told you chose to take a side.
1: I mean, I, but here's the thing: this is. Pretty much indicative of how Dawn's mm-hmm. uh, personality is. If you look at her career, I just, she's always the one. That, yeah, she's always the one that has an issue. I think it's
2: BS that you don't show up to the reunion. I think these celebrities need to. When when we don't show up to work, there's repercussions. We may get fired or we may get docked pay. You are you signed a contract to be on the show. There's eight episodes plus the uh, the part two reunion. You need to be there, whether if you want to or not, and you need to deal with it. You just cannot show up to work because you don't want to deal with the. Next Well, if you don't want to answer a question, do like they do on the other shows where you just cross your arms or walk off the stage or do something. But you need to show up. That's just what I think. I think it's BS.
1: Well, I think she has every guy given right not to show up. But I think it's funny that you really like I just don't want to deal with the negativity. Then you need to leave your body because apparently you have been dealing with a lot of negativity in yourself for years. Just saying. Predictions. (laughs) Oh, and now you're after
0: Buzz TV predictions.
3: Uh, if I was to say a prediction? I would say that the girls end up doing the f- the four of them Claudette, Michelle and uh Lil Mo and uh who's that? Um the-
1: Hold on, Claudette, Lomo, Shantae. Yeah. Shantae,
3: yeah. I think they're they're gonna do like one or two shows, but I don't think it's like gonna be a whole thing. Uh, I think uh, I think the idea has been tainted, and it's gonna evolve into uh, a misfire of what it could have been. But I mean, they'll they'll perform <laughs> and, and get a, get through it.
1: I think um, it, when you see in next week. Next week's episode you see that Claudette says she's not gonna perform in the second half. I think she will. I think she just got some nerves. I think she just is a little nervous. Um, but I think she's gonna do it and I think their show is gonna be successful because theirs is at the El Portal, El Portal I- Theater, which is a lot bigger than the one that Kelly and Don are at. See I I watched
2: it online, so I didn't get to see the preview. So they act. There is actually a performance of the monologue with the four girls.
1: Yes, that was what the previews projected. Mm, that's at the El Portal. Because
2: we didn't. I haven't seen any clips on um, on YouTube. Somebody recorded because they, they, cause they
1: want you to come to the show. They don't want you to record it.
2: Well, we want you guys to continue to watch us here on Afterbus TV. So uh, before we go, let's let everyone know where you can be found on social media. You can find me at All Eyes on Black or Facebook Alfred Thomas. Look at my face.
1: Out oh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And as always, go to CerealBuddies.com and download Adventures of Cereal Buddies to help us out here at After Buzz TV.
2: And you can find me on social media at Bam Erickson on Instagram and Twitter or at Big Six Entertainment. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to RB Divas LA. The show must go on, season one, episode seven. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week for the season finale episode. Woo!